What are you doing here? I came to talk to him. Well, he can't come on campus without a pass. Do you understand? No. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Good. How are you doing? I've been better. A little under the weather? A little under the weather. That's why we're a week late. I'm hoping I can make it through this. I don't know how I sound right now. I sound much better than I did last weekend. Um, But I probably will be going on mute a lot to cough occasionally. All right. I'm sure that could be seamless. Like right now. No one will even know. (laughs) No one will even know. Right. Exactly. That's why there's a show must go on. That's why there's a cough button. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then we got other stuff going on. So this is like the only day we can record. So we got to get through it. All right. So let's make it happen. Uh, have you been watching anything since we've been off? Oh, wow. Have I? Not really. I've been kind of tied up with some stuff. Oh, I did watch a, I have watched a couple things. Godless, I started watching. Did I already talk about that? I don't know. Doesn't don't sound familiar. So. Um, it's kind of like a Western, or it is a Western, it's like limited series. Um, it's pretty good so far. Okay. Um, What's that on? I want to say Netflix. Okay. I don't really know, though. And um, that's I think that's it, really. That's uh, Oh, and I just watched uh, Ryan Reynolds' movie, um, Six Under. Underground, Six Perhaps. Underground or whatever? Or Yeah, Six Underground. Yeah, yeah. it's like a couple years Netflix old. Netflix movie. I don't know what that. Yeah. yeah. It was... Uh, Fine. I don't know, man. It was a pretty action-packed movie. Yeah, like, but it was nothing special. Like, you could see why they released it, just threw it up on Netflix instead of, like... Um, Theatrical release, in my opinion, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, but it was fine. It I mean, seems there's like nothing wrong with it. It seems like Ryan Reynolds is in like every movie right now, so right, and that might be part of it too. He's got his own channel. Yeah, yeah Ryan Reynolds channel. <laughs> yeah, right. but how about you? Anything good? Um, I started watching Silo. That's on Apple TV. I don't know if you've seen that. Where they're no, these it's based on a series of books, but but these people are like. They, uh, they live in like a giant silo like it's hundreds of feet on the ground I don't know how many people are in there but it's one of those things where like you don't know why all these people live there and they're like you know you can't go outside because of the revolution and whatever so mm. now it's like unveiling the mysteries and trying to find out what can happen it's kind of Hunger Games reminiscent of uh, kind of in a way and then yeah, like yeah. you see one person she goes out um and uh you know because she's like it's there it's all fake it's all, you know so they and it like they send the like if you say you want to go outside they have to send you out there they put you in a suit you have to go and clean the quote quote window which is just a camera and then you know, they show you out there, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, and then you see her die. And then you see, like, other bodies that are out there. But you know something's weird, you know? So um, it's uh, it's 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 interesting so far. It's, like, four episodes, and I don't know how many there are. Yeah, gonna be. Like, it'd be intriguing to find out what's really happening, yeah. you know? And then the other thing is uh, I'm still watching. I got <laughs> watching 911. Remember I told you that show? I'm like, I've seen <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It's just – 
<laughs> I don't know how to describe this show. It is, you know, it's it's one of those shows. It's not unlike now, especially uh, um, further into it. Like I used to make fun of my wife for watching, and she even kind of um, gave up on it and realized what I was saying too about a million little things. It's like they got to make something of everything. So there's like they put like not like soap opera stuff, but it's like why do they care about this? Like it's always like someone's like. So one guy is like, he's a recovering alcoholic. You never even see him be an alcoholic in the show, but he was in the past. So it's like something's happening. Like, oh, I wonder if he's drinking. Like every time it's immediately what they've gone to. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, I think that's what he's doing. And then it's something else. And then this time he actually was deducing him, pour a bottle out. I don't know. And then there's like these two uh, women are married. And it's like, eat the, in two, like, not the same season or whatever, but episode. Each one thinks the other person's cheating on the other person. I'm like, just relax, people. Um, so, and then there's always some crazy, weird thing like, you know. I think, I, I don't know if I told you this one, but it was like an Ice Capades thing they were watching. It's like a whole bunch, <laughs> a whole bunch of weird shit happens. Like, someone like skates across someone's fingers and cuts the fingers off. And then that person like pushes into someone else. And then she falls and like her skate gets like impaled in her partner's chest. I'm like, come on. Wow. That's like a R rated version of like chips accidents. Right. That's exactly what it reminds me of stuff like that. It'd be like a chips type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that was, uh, that's what I've been doing. Good. Good use of your time. All right. So, especially when I've been sick ahead. and I've just been sitting here. Yeah. Well, what else is there to do? Yeah. You know? Especially when you're sick. But, uh, yeah. But if we jump ahead, jump ahead to today and then back to whatever year this show was. What? I don't even know what show this was. Uh, 1986. Was. 86. That's a good mid 80s time period. Sure. <laughs> I mean, what else am I going to do with 1986? I don't know. Yeah. No, it's – yeah, right in the heart of the 80s. Um, yeah, so we yeah. did uh, – this was Mike's idea, actually, Starman. Um, yeah, it was kind of a random a random find. Like, I, I, I never saw the show. I did see the movie when it came out, um, and it's tied to the movie from – Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely. It's just. You know, yeah. An story. extension of the movie. But, uh, I. I. I was going to ask you. I was. Wasn't sure if you had seen the movie. Um, yeah. 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 I'd seen the movie, so I remember like, like a couple, things like, um, you know, like. Well, we will get into it when we talk about the show itself. But yeah, there's some. I don't know. I don't remember a lot about the movie, but the couple things that I do remember, are, probably worth mentioning in comparison to the show. So. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll touch on that. But how about you? Did you see the movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I yeah. saw it at the theater, to be honest with you. I, th- I think I did, too. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. And I, so, I watch it when it comes on. I'll watch it. It's a, it's a fun movie. Yeah. I don't I don't think I've ever watched it again, but <laughs> I I did see it, you know, that one initial time. But yeah, I'll I think always I did it. That was enough for me. Stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just had a conversation with my daughter about rewatching movies. I'm like, there's only a few movies that I would rewatch. And then I listed out like 20 of them. So there's actually a ton of movies that I would rewatch and probably 
n- not as many that I wouldn't rewatch. <laughs> you know? I don't know. So there's a lot. That I'm not I as do, selective as yeah. I thought. But, Are they worth it? Yeah. I don't know. But like some movies, like I love rewatching movies. Like I love rewatching Lethal Weapon. Like I could watch that all the time. Yeah. I I don't know why. But like I couldn't rewatch. And now Star you watch it, and you're like, like shit. I'm times. older than Murtaugh was. Yeah, exactly. I'm too old for this shit. But yeah. And then you look back, and he like Danny Glover was only like 38 in that movie or whatever. <laughs> right. Exactly. Actually, I don't know how old he was, but they did no, make him either. out to be older than he definitely was. Or yeah, like yeah. That. For sure. For sure. Um. But yeah, Starman. Here we are. Did you watch the TV show when you were a kid? No. Or in your teens? No. No. No, me either. I don't. I don't yeah, think we, I even knew. We it had better existed. things to do then. Yeah, I don't think I knew it. We we're existed. busy. You figure eighty-six. Uh, yeah, I was working, so. You had I a driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. So there are places to be. I had better shit to do than watch yeah, this. Than watch Star Man. All right. Well, that's what old age is for. We're able to catch up on the shows we missed as teens. And Starman. How many How many seasons was Starman? One? <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, one season. So, all right. Where do, how, where do we jump in on this? Sorry, I'm looking. I'm trying to find out. Okay, so. Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, Danny Glover was 41 in Lethal Weapon. Oh, you're, you're sl- was he really 41? <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's what I said. Like, they, they definitely made him out to be, wow. seem older than he was, you know. That's crazy. God damn. Okay. All right. So, we'll, so we'll we, start with... Yeah, we start off we, with some yeah. really boring intro music right i mean this is like the most boring intro music i've ever seen or heard very mellow very very mellow tranquil music i don't know if they were they like going for like a new age type thing i don't know but it's like like okay first of all everyone i had taken a bunch of clips and i literally just edited them right before we started recording and i can't find them i don't know where the computer saved them it's they're gone but I, I blame it on your sickness. Yes. I think you have some, some yeah. type of delirium taking place. But you would see like the, the or hear the music and then you see stuff happening like people running away from things and but the music is just like Right. Well, there's like someone so running away from like something burning. I don't know. It's like granted, like it started with like stars, right? It was like peaceful stars, you're like you're out in space. And it fit for like the first right. four seconds. But yeah, then you're like running on a train and it's like, you know, like a lullaby playing. It never picked up. Yeah. No, no. So yeah, they need, they probably should have, maybe they did at some point re, you know, redo that intro, but yeah, not fitting to the scenes that they cut with it, but. Right. But yeah, so we end up what? He's like in bed with some, a model. I looked it up. She was actually a model. I don't know who she was okay. though, and then um, she's in bed with him, and some woman walks in. I'm like, "Oh, this is this his wife?" But it turns out it's not. Or, right? I don't know, but it yeah. seems like they might have had a, something going on before. Yeah, yeah, it, it alludes to that yeah. definitely. And I will say that the woman he was in bed with was just a tad bit out of his league. Yeah, um, for not being and, a rock star. And, yeah. 
I would say so, yeah. But um, and she was like, I don't. What was she French or something? I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so she just walks in, and like the girl in bed kind of covers herself up, like her head and everything, and uh, you know they just start bickering the two, you know, the two of them. So it's uh, it's Paul and Liz, right? Those are the names of the yeah those two. So yeah, they're going at it, and um, she's pissed because he's supposed to be on some kind of some flight somewhere, and he's not packed, and he's like, hey. You know, I am going somewhere, but not where you want me to go. Yeah, he's supposed to be uh, going to Nicaragua. Right. So I think he's a photographer. Yeah. Her. I mean, at first, kind of at first I thought maybe he was a writer, like for a newspaper or a magazine. But yeah, then we find out he is a photographer. Yeah. So I think she's she's a, uh, I don't know, a columnist or a, a reporter of some type. but Or whatever, um, you know, in charge of setting the assignments. So, yeah. yeah something, yeah. So, um so he yeah he wants to go check out this erupting volcano, um, so really that's you know, and and then kind of building on the sexual tension he goes to kiss her, and she takes a swing at him, and he kind of dodges it and then uh, she tries to kick him and he dodges that and then he does he does get the kiss in and then it takes off so, um, and it seems like that's something that they do often, like that's like a thing right. that they do. Like the it's fake like a punch. move, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, when he does, as he leaves, he steals money out of her purse that's sitting there. Like, there's just like a wad of cash there, and he takes it. And basically, like, nice. I'm going to the volcano. That's basically what he's letting her know. Yeah. So then the, the next scene we see is some – we're driving, and it's the, like – it's like a memory sequence or dream sequence because it's all wavy and stuff. And it's this kid driving in a car, and – He's like bitching at his parents about something, or at least I don't know. They're not his parents. Yeah, I don't know who they are. But he's bitching about his parents and you know why they're not telling him things. And he's got this this ball bearing that he's carrying, <laughs> and he's like, you know, and what the hell is this? And they're like, that was a gift from your father. And then the car goes off a cliff or something, and he wakes up, and he's like in an orphanage, I think. I mean, or some kind yeah. of housing for. You know, kids, uh, and then he he he, he wakes up. I mean, he actually wakes everybody up because there's like twelve people in the room with him. But then you know, when everything settles down, he opens his drawer and he takes that ball bearing out, and he, and he falls asleep with it in his hand. Yeah. Now, I, I don't. I, I like to listen to audiobooks when I go to bed, so I like have like a like an uh, AirPod in my ear or something like that. And when I wake up, I can't find that shit anywhere. Like. I lose it days later they turn up so if I fell asleep with that ball bearing in my hand that would be, be like between the mattresses or you know under the swallow bed swallow it by morning so yeah right who knows what the dog would eat it I don't know what would happen but um, I don't know his glowed it was glowing so. right well yeah and if we had seen the movie Starman it's the same balls that uh, Jeff Bridges carried around and would do special things <laughs> Jeff Bridges had some balls. Jeff Bridges would carry some balls around, and yep. uh, this is one of those balls. And um, right. so, yeah, so then we see uh, a spaceship coming in, coming inbound, right? Yeah. And uh, it's I, a, I mean, uh, I guess we figure that that's, he's calling the ship somehow, right? Right. Somehow the ship's on its way. You know, what's in the ship? Who knows? Yeah. But... Um, 
And where it's coming from, don't know that either. Really. No, it doesn't matter. It's sound space. Yeah. So in, the next day, the kid's at the cemetery, I guess, you know, visiting his, his parents. And it's clear, you know, the aliens or well, somebody's it, watching who, him. Who was it? Was it the people that he went off the cliff with that he basically forced I off guess. the cliff? Does he, everyone die in his presence? I don't know. I don't know if it was his, well, yeah, I guess, because it wasn't his parents, right? Because it wasn't Jenny. Jenny's not dead, as far as we know. Yeah. And his dad took off. Well, as far as he knows, his dad. He doesn't know anything about his dad. Yeah, yeah. So, but the the alien zoom in on him, and we know it's the aliens because it's like it's like a weird it's like a weird view we're seeing. Right. Yeah. And only an alien would have that type of view. Right. So, and it's like right there on top of him, but he doesn't see anything. So I don't know if it's invisible or what it is. Oh, of course it is. It's like light years away. It's like a monitor from light years away, Mike. Yeah. All right. Then, back to the volcano. So now Paul is in a helicopter, and he's uh, he's trying to get to the volcano. And he basically just paid some tour guide. Right. To fly me to this erupting volcano. Right. And every any good pilot it, worth his salt would fly right into a volcano. No problems. Right. Right. And if not, a couple of bucks would entice you. So when he gets to the point where he doesn't want to go any further, he just waves, you know, some wrinkled bills in front of him, and the guy goes a little closer. And he's just like hanging outside this helicopter too. He is. He's without like being dangerously in at all. Right. Like never mind the volcano is erupting beneath him. Right. Like if you just slip out of that, you're dead. Yeah. But, and the pilot is kind of freaking out. Right. Because you know? he knows Cause like, volcanic ash yeah. is not something you really want to fly into on any kind no, of equipment. No. Sure. Or molting lava, that would be bad, too. It would spray on you. But Right. Uh, so then they catch a downdraft. Now, Mike, you're a little bit more knowledgeable about these types of things than I am. Um, but is that is that a common occurrence over an erupting volcano? Um, usually it's the ash that's going to do you in and stuff like that. Um, not necessarily okay. a downdraft. It's, yeah. <laughs> a downdraft. And he screams, she's not going to make it. Yeah. And, yeah. So we didn't get to see a helicopter explode. No. Um, it didn't So we can't explode, recommend though. this episode. Because we see the wreckage right. later. It definitely didn't explode. It, didn't. it, it did not explode. It was a pretty and it did, gentle landing almost. It was, all, you know, all said. Yeah. Um, and so the aliens kick back in, and they're scanning the land, and... Is there a reason why they chose to look for this guy? You know, I think it was just looking for just, a body to inhabit. It's random. Yeah. Okay. Because if you and remember from the movie, like, it needed like DNA basically to like generate yeah. itself off of. From the from the movie, so this is one of the comparison points. In the movie, the I think the alien was like a light or something. It, it was yeah. like floating around, and then it like saw a hair. Taped inside of a uh, like a photo album or like a memory like a photo album, yeah, and it, yeah, yeah, and it like generated itself, you know, a body um, based off yeah. the DNA. Yeah, and it, in this, it finds the, the you know the pilots down and and this guy. Now, I don't know if you took a look at that crash closely, but to me, it looked like the pilot's neck was broken it, for real. Right, like yeah. I thought so. Like, like his look- head was like on sideways. Right. Like I looked at it. I'm like, oh, 
what's his name? Paul looks in pretty good shape, which apparently he wasn't. And the right. other guy looked, he's like, he's done, you know, so. Right. It did it looked like his neck snapped and his head was like on his shoulder. You know? Right. Um, but Paul, you know, he's bleeding out a little bit into the snow. And um, I guess the alien, uh, like, possessed some of the blood, a drop of blood or something. Yeah, he just took the DNA out of it, I guess, yeah. Yeah, and it, like, disappeared in the snow. And then uh, out from underneath the snow comes a naked Paul, mm-hmm. which, I mean, yeah, you'd expect him to be naked because he was just cloned, right? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so... A, a couple of things here. So Paul would have to be dead, or no? He could have just been bleeding. I don't know. Right? I mean, well, I, I mean, we'll technically, if he dead. was dead, he wouldn't be bleeding actively, right? True. <clears throat> but it could have just been right. cooled blood that they. It could have been just running down. Yeah. Good point, Mike. Good detective work. Yeah. So the whole plot of this changes now. He leaves the man to die, and he takes his blood, and clones himself, and. Um, and he takes his clothes, which also not cool. You know, yeah, but it does yeah. notice that the pilot's still alive, so he takes the pilot away. Yes, which surprised me. Yeah, that the pilot was alive. Right, really. Now I don't know where he but put you, the pilot, but I don't either. Good question. And what did they think happened to his clothes? Like, like yeah, we found the helicopter pilot alive and. Paul naked in the snow. Well, you know? I think the mm-hmm. volcano kept erupting, so I think the whole thing was buried. Oh, okay. All right. I think that's what they kind of right. alluded to. There's a cover up there. Yeah, okay. All right. So um, now we have a, an alien kind of walking the earth. As, uh, yeah, as, uh, as Robert Hayes. Right. And then he just kind of strolls right into the orphanage. Right? <laughs> right. Because he right. ends up in the kid's room. By the way, the kid is played by Greg Brady from the very Brady sequel in the Brady movie. Um, hmm. Christopher Barnes. And uh, so, yeah, he just he walks in the room, reaches in the kid's coat pocket while the kid's sitting there writing down something, I guess, and grabs the little metal ball out of there. And the kid sees him and is like, hey, what are you doing here? And I think he asked him his name, and he's like, my name is Scott, Scott Hayden. He's like, okay, Scott, Scott Hayden. And I'm like, oh, we're going to do this yeah, right. We're going to do the Starman stuff. And he's like, is your mother Jenny Hayden? And then at that point, someone from the orphanage finally shows up. Yeah, they get his, they at least gets his attention. Right. It's like, is your mother Jenny? He's like, well, yes. You know. And then, and yeah, then someone comes in and is like, yeah. Dude, freak, get out of here. And she's like, and she's like, hey, you need a pass to come in here. Do you understand me? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so being honest. Yeah. So it's kind of, uh, you know, trying to use the same, or they're using the same um, humorish type events that happened in the first Starman or the movie. Yeah. But yeah. it's weird because when he does these kind of jokes, it automatically makes me think of uh, Airplane that he was in. Where he's a little more goofy, and yeah. here he's trying to be serious but doing it at the same time, so it's kind of throwing me off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I did have a couple of airplane flashbacks while I was watching this. So, Something and then, I suppose. Do they make plans here 
to meet later in the park. Oh no, no, he sees him outside because now he's outside and like right. uh, fenced in, uh, like, <laughs> like a prison yard. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it does look like a prison yard, and he goes, "Hey." The kid goes up to him and is like, hey, I'll meet you in this park. And he's like, I don't even know who you are. Huh? And he walks away I'm like, yes, you're going to die. Why are you going to meet some guy? Right. That was pretty creepy. Um, this is a perfect place for a PSA. Don't go with strangers to come up and ask you about your parents. Right. Is your mom's name Jenny? I'm her friend. Yeah, don't do that. Um, so then we, we flash to the hotel. And so our star man arrives at the hotel. Oh, because he dropped his key at one point. So I guess it was his hotel key. Back yeah, and somehow magically this alien knows how to get to this hotel. Right, right. By seeing the key. So he goes he goes to the hotel and he walks in and they're like, oh, we thought you were dead. You know, good to see you. So they kind of let him into his room, lead him to the elevator. And when he get oh, there, he, the – Bellboy's like, some bimbo came <laughs> well, by. Well, no, he said, yeah, we let some dame up in your room. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> to get your stuff. And, right. So and then he goes up there. Well, wait. I did like okay. how, though, he goes into the elevator and he just stands there because he doesn't know what to do. And then some lady oh, yeah. comes in and she's like, 10, please. He's like, 10 what? And she's like, oh, my God. Right. Just, Hits the number 10. So then he figures out he's got to hit whatever floor. I don't, somehow he knew by looking at his key, again, being an alien, he knew that his room number, the first two numbers tells you what floor it is magically, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, is that something universal you think across the universe that you just, your hotel, your first two Could numbers be. are your floor, no matter what planet you're on? Could, Could be. Could be a mathematical significance there somehow. But... Um... But yeah, so he get he does get to the room. He goes in, extra quiet. Not sure why, but he goes in extra quietly into the room, um, as if he's sneaking in. And we see Liz is in there, uh, but she's like in the it's like a multi room hotel. So she's in one room, he's in another. He walks over to the window. She um, is really just grabbing his bags and, and heading out, and kind of talking to herself a little bit. And yeah. she's, you know, feeling feeling kind of sad. And she's just like, you know, goodbye, Paul. And <laughs> he he hears her and he's like, goodbye. And then she she screams. Like, yeah. Uh, that was kind of funny. funny moment. And then she asks what happens, you know, how did how are you here? And then the doorman before said something about, hey, he must have been one lucky puppy. So he says that. He's like, well, I guess I'm one lucky puppy. Right. And then – uh she starts crying, right? Oh, she says she uh, has yeah. to stop crying, and then he calls. <laughs> this he calls. Maybe he was a bimbo that the guy said. Maybe yeah, he did. Yeah, he did say I'm sorry, and because then he calls her a bimbo because that's what the guy said. He's like, "Oh, are you the bimbo that came and got my stuff?" And then she takes a swing at him, like fake punches him, like that he did earlier, and she right. ducks him right in the nose. And she's like, why didn't you duck? He's like, what, for what? So it was funny. Right. Yeah. That's how you know it was like something they used to do. So Yeah. Like their thing. Um, but then she she does end up kissing him. And, um, oh, we just did that. Okay. And then she orders room service. Um, yeah. A couple of cheeseburgers, you know. 
and uh, some kind of pie he wanted. Well, he wants Dutch apple pie because he had it once. That was when he was on from the movie. He That's when he was in a, a movie. A diner, yeah, the lady gave him some pie, and he really loved it. Okay. Um, then we switched to, like, some government building, the Capitol. I don't know where we are. Yeah. Uh, but there's a, some government guy talking about an alien abduction, pregnant woman disappearing, um, you know, basically talking about the movie Starman. Right. And I guess he trailed them for years. To try to track them down, Jenny and the kid. Okay. She's like, he was, she was sterile, and all of a sudden she's pregnant now after the guy, you know, the alien leaves. So he was tracking them down. He's like, I got really close. He's like, I even got a blood sample, which I'm like, I don't know how you got a blood sample if you never actually saw the baby. <laughs> and then he's like, and it was inconclusive. And I'm like, inconclusive of what? Like, right? What, like, of it being an alien? What are you alien? trying to conclude? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was kind of weird. I mean, tech, yeah, technically it's still just human DNA. Yeah. I think. I mean, I don't know how that works. But, but the uh, the general or whatever is like, okay, you get six men in a week to track the person down, you know. Right. So there we go. He's on the trail. It's kind of like the uh, reporter on uh, the Incredible Hulk TV show. Yeah, very similar. To, Mr. McGee yes. used, used to follow, follow him around. Um, all right. So now... I have Liz is looking at some photos. Yeah, from the camera. Uh, I guess at the paper. Yeah, and she's looking. She's looking at the photos, and she's like, "Wait a minute! Here's the pilot. Here's a guy laying in the snow. Who took this picture?" Right. Um, yeah, because so it was kind of a quick. When we quick saw one. the alien, Paul first pick up the camera. He like was hitting the button to take pictures, and like just like <laughs> spinning around, and he got a picture of his dead body. Yeah. Uh, so then, you know, we switch over. He's, he's meeting the kid in the park. Um, and oddly, there's some street performers there doing some doo-wop song. And um, <laughs> yeah. the kid shows up. The kid shows up and he's like, like one of the first things he does is show him the ball bearing, like to gain his confidence, I guess. Yeah. And, and he also asked, like, what the what the music, because he's like, what were they saying? Like, doo-wop, whoopie-whoopie, or something like that? He's like, what does that mean? He's like, I don't know. What do you <laughs> right. Like, it's a, it's a common term used on Earth. Right, but, exactly. Yeah. So then he asked where his mother is, and it's like, oh, he's, you know, I haven't seen her. Um. Right? That since she was three. Yeah, then he pulls right. out the ball. And, then he's, and he's like, I'm your dad. He's like, right? he's like, I'm your father. You know, not unlike Star Wars, right? Right. And the kid's like, no, my dad was a painter. And, um, and I don't, he, what happened? He just kind of freaked. The kid just freaked yeah. out. And he's like, you're weird. I'm leaving. Yeah. And then, so then uh, he leaves. And doesn't he like, oh, well, then he like activates the kid's ball at one point, right? Well, yeah, like kid, I think away, the kid, they're both holding the balls in their hands, yeah. which is bizarre. And then um, the kid's like, you're a weirdo, I'm leaving. Then the balls start to glow, both of them. So the kid drops it yeah. and just takes takes off running. Yeah. And then Alien Paul runs after him. Well, but first Liz is there. Liz sees this interaction. 
Right. And then she he runs after her and whatever for whatever reason he doesn't pick up the ball that the kid dropped. I don't understand why he just left it there. <laughs> it would seem pretty important. Right. That they're you know, they're limited, those balls. So I think. then Liz picks it up and she's like, What the hell? And then um I don't know. And then she goes what? Liz goes to see the boy, right? Yeah, that's right. She goes to the orphanage now. Yeah. And that fed guy is there and he's kind of a dick about stuff and the lady running the office or whatever is there kind of listening in and he's like you know i'm from fsa whatever that's supposed to be and he's like i'm concerned about the boy his dad you know so he says something about his dad had super high security clearance and or something like that and something just isn't tracking so liz realized something's up so she's like trying to like extricate herself out of this situation like okay i'm not gonna be part of this and in the background, you see the lady who's running the, the office take something that was on the desk and, like, put it behind her when she hears the Fed right. guy talking. Like, what's all that about? Yeah. And then when he, uh, Liz leaves, the lady's like, hey, uh, her, his dad was a florist or something like that. How was that a high security job? And, right, and, right. Then she says, like, she's not comfortable giving him all his stuff. And he's like, hey, you listen to me. I'm onto something that's so important you wouldn't even understand it. And uh, she's like, okay. And then she totally does not going to give him any mail at that point. And she hides and it's stuff. And it's funny that she, she hides it, like, behind her back on her chair. And just gets up. And she gets up, she gets up to talk to him. And it's still sitting on the chair. He never notices. Yeah. Like He's not a good guy. Not, he's not a yeah, smart guy. Not a good, no, he's not a smart guy. And then, um, so she leaves and takes that piece of mail with her, basically. Yeah. She knows yeah. something's up. Right. And then uh, we go to Starman, again, Alien Paul. He's walking, and these two dudes are sitting on a bench, like, eating donuts. And they're talking about teenagers, and, you know, they're, one guy's having trouble with his teenager. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear about teenagers. You know, I don't want to talk about you. He's like, want me to tell you about teenagers? I'll tell you about teenagers. So that he's, like, thinking about this kid. He's like, I want to know about teenagers. So he stops and he like, like becomes buddies with these guys and eats their donuts and listens to this guy go on and on about teenage boys for a while. Right, it is kind of funny. He's like, "I want to know about teenage boys or whatever." Like, <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah, there were a couple, couple kind of creepy moments that, you know, out of context, could be uncomfortable. But yeah, inappropriate. Uh, all right. But at least he got a and bunch of Liz, donuts out of it. Yeah, he did. They look good, too. Liz uh, was looking up some alien stuff on microfiche. Um, and I think, you know, nothing new. I think it's stuff we all already know. Yeah, somehow she finds, you know, articles about this guy, the Fox, uh, F, the Fed guy. And, you know, mentions about aliens and all that kind of stuff. So she's like, oh, something's weird, you know. Yeah. And then that's pretty much it. And then what we see, Liz and... Wait, is his name Paul or Daniel? I have Paul all over the place. How do I have Liz and... Who are... I have Liz and Daniel are out to eat. Who's that? I I don't know who Daniel is. I don't know. I think I'm... I think he's Paul. It's a cis star man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, Paul Forrester. So what did I get Daniel from? I don't know. Is there someone else named Daniel in this? I don't know why I wrote that. Not that I'm, not that I'm aware Sometimes of. Sometimes I don't pay 
close enough attention to get names of characters. I'm bad with people names. So you and also you start making names. shit up. I don't know. He looks yeah. like a Daniel. Yeah, let's call him Daniel. Yeah, because he... Oh, yeah, she gives him a... He has like a... I don't know, like a gin and tonic that's right. He chugs it and he's like, whoa. And then yeah, he's like I mean, immediately plastered. Yeah. And then he... I think he asks her, he's like, Liz Baines, do you know any teenage boys? Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a weird moment. Oh, yeah. Then I She's wrote like, down, well, the next slide is alien Paul getting drunk. So where did Daniel come from? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, it's the uh, the sickness. I watched it before it's I got sick, the... I think. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, okay. Maybe it was already lurking. Maybe. All right. So... That, all right, then the government guy's in a surveillance. Well, wait, before thing. that, before that. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's yeah. hammered. They get him back yeah, to his hammered. room, and she undresses him. Then she notices that he's missing a bunch of scars. Right, and his teeth aren't jacked up. Yeah, and then so that's how she figures out he's an alien. Right. All right, so now we go to the government surveillance van, and suddenly <laughs> the door opens and she walks in. The like, very, what the hell kind of surveillance van The is very that? inconspicuous red van sitting out in the street with two huge guys standing outside in three-piece suits. Yeah, and she strolls up and walks into it. So, yeah, nothing going on here. Yeah. Um, so, basically, she's like, hey, I'll, I'll turn over this alien to you, uh, but I want an exclusive. And he figures out, well, yeah, you want me because if you go live with this story, you're going to sound like a nut unless you have someone to, you know, corroborate and say that this is really, you know, government official after this alien guy. <coughs> so she's like, yeah, you know, I know you'll chop him up and everything. Uh, right. And he's like, no, no, which, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. We all know the government chops up aliens. Right. I saw the special on Fox. I mean, oh, my gosh. Alien autopsy. I forgot all about that. They do that. Yes. If you weren't all around right. during alien, uh, alien Autopsy, what was that, like early, very early 90s? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyway. That's good, good stuff. Um, um, so where are we at here? I don't know. Now I have Scott. Oh, Scott's the kid. Right. So this is where the old lady at the – I shouldn't say old lady. The lady I at wrote the old lady. orphanage. I also wrote old lady. Was, she's probably 45. Yeah. She gives him – uh, uh, she gives Scott mail. She's like, hey, I hid this from the guy. This came for you. And it's a cassette tape. Um, and then I think he pl- he plays it pretty much right away, doesn't he? Yeah, because he had his Walkman right there in front of him. Yeah, and it's his so mom. He pops it in. You know, I felt a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy vibe there. Oh uh, yeah, but but it wasn't cool music. It was his mom talking. Yeah, if this is the lady I'm thinking of, she was 66 in this show. Um, okay. Yeah, so he listens. We don't really hear much. He's like, you know, this is your mom. Your dad's an alien. I don't know what she said. I can't remember. Yeah, she's like, you're old enough to know your dad's an alien and why I gave you up and I had to leave. And But we don't get to hear why. No. But, I mean, I guess. Basically, she's on the run. No, You know, figures yeah. he'd be safer without her and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if she knows that the two people that he was staying with drove off a cliff and died and he's in an orphanage by himself. Yeah. Right, um, but probably not. But um, 
All right, so then Paul, it looks like Paul's getting ready to go back to space, right? Because he tells Liz, I don't know, she says something to him, and he's like, he tells her goodbye, and then he has to leave something, and she's like, your body, and then you'll go home. And I don't know how, I mean, I guess that's what you would do. Yeah. And then... But first, she, um, but first he's seriously hungover, so she has to make a drink for him to get rid of the yeah, hangover. Can't go home. Can't go home no. like that, yeah. So, yeah, she took care of him there. Yeah, and then she asks, um, like, who are you and why did you come? So he kind of tells her the story of Starman movie. And then, yeah. uh, but he says this time when he leaves. He's like, he slides a DVD across right. the table and says, watch Have this. Have you seen this movie two years ago? <laughs> and so then he, uh, yeah, which is funny because this is like two years later in real time. But in the movie, or the TV show, they're making it sound like it was 11 years between the two things. So. This really okay. should be set in the '90s. Interesting. Um, so he said this went when he leaves the forever, and then there's an uh, on the intercom. He gets a call, and it's the kid, and he like wants to meet him at. They go to the Seattle Center to meet him. Right. And of course, the yeah, feds like, are there because they're following him. Yeah. And, we, yeah, we see one of the feds like follow him right out of the hotel. Like he was with almost with them at the table. He was like sitting next to them or something. He oh yeah, he was. Uh, he was in the lobby, oh, yeah. pretending <laughs> to read a newspaper. Super conspicuous, but um, yes, because what people do when they're they're staying at a hotel when they want to read the newspaper, they go to the lobby and read at the lobby and not <laughs> in the room. They, yeah. You go to the quiet lobby where you won't be disturbed to read the paper, and then. Uh, but so they, they get to the, the Seattle Center, and they're sitting on, like, a park bench. And he starts drilling her with questions, Paul. He's like, uh, did you love Paul Forrester? Did you kiss him? Did you, you know, I don't know. He was, like, asking all kinds of questions. And then she, like, spills her guts and just, like, you know, tells him her, all her emotions and everything. Right. And she says he gets, does and uh, she didn't, but kind of does. I don't know. Yeah. And then they, they like, start moving in for the kiss. And then she pops up. She's like, whoa, <laughs> alien, almost gets an alien. And um, and then the kid shows up. Yeah. Right on cue. And then he's like, he's like, here, I got this from my mom. And it's a cassette tape. And he just, and at first, so he takes a cassette tape. He's like, oh, she's talking on it. She tells me stuff. So he puts it up to his ear. I'm like, oh, that's just an alien thing because he doesn't understand no, the tape starts playing in his ear. Like, you can see right. the little things going. I thought that was going to be one of the jokes. Right. Like, you know. Yeah, and it wasn't. And it was pretty funny. No. And then the Fed guy calls Fox because he's like, hey, this is it. You know, he's got a tape up to his ear and it's playing. I don't know. He somehow knows what's going on. <laughs> how, could, how could he tell? Yeah. And then the kid, the kid asks questions like, hey, you know, am I going to grow scales or gills or whatever? And he's like, why would you grow scales or gills? He's like, how the hell do I know? Yeah. Maybe he, he didn't know. He didn't really know. Yeah. And then the kid kind of yells, and he was like, "How long are you going to be here this time?" And the kid, then at this point, the kid's like, "Hey, I'm going to go and find my mom." And he right. just leaves, and they kind of let him go again. But then, what? Did she's like, "Oh, he dumbass." He says, "If go he stays, stays, he'll be like the rest of them. I guess he'll lose his powers." We're a bunch of losers. Right. I don't know. I'd be like, you losers. I'll, I'll, I'll end up like you guys. These metal balls Jesus. won't do anything if I stay here too That's long. That's right. They'll get fleshy. So Liz gives him back the metal ball that she has. 
and you know tells him to go find the kid and so he does and somehow it's already nightfall now i don't know Right. Seem like many hours right. passed when they just caught up to each other. <laughs> it does, and it doesn't seem like they got very far. No, they're still in but, the park. But, right. Um, yeah, and then the feds show up. Right. They were hot on the trail from the start. Right. They're not letting this shit happen. So far, somehow, um, though, they haven't just showed up to capture anybody yet. They're still... No, no. They're in the Keeping area. Distance. They're far away, yeah. yeah. Keeping their distance. Um and the kid, and the you know, so then Paul, when he does catch the kid, catch up to the kid, he's like, "Hey, you know, where do we start looking for uh, Jenny Hayden?" So there's the there's the premise for the show. You know, we'll be hunting Jenny right down for the rest of the season. But um, and then uh, Liz is like, "We're being followed! Run!" So quickly they scatter. Well, they don't scatter; they run together. Yeah, and somehow um, she catches up to them. Who drops the damn tape? Is it the kid? I don't know. Maybe. But I think they did it on then, purpose. Do it you? was a decoy. Well, yeah, because remember they the changed what was on it. Or did he do that yeah. remotely later? He he yeah, he did that okay. with his like because he stops and I thought he was gonna like make it levitate right. back up to him. But he just looked at it for a few seconds and then took off. I did like though how in this, like when they're running, Paul is leading them on where to go, even though he is not even from this planet, let alone this city. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when shit goes down, you got to run. You just look for a clear, open path yeah. and go. You know, and obviously, always Might follow right. the man because yeah. the man knows what to do. <laughs> you do. You follow whoever is in front, regardless. <laughs> just go wherever they go. Um. So yeah, the chase is back on after the tape is dropped. Oh, and the, he, the feds pick it up. I did notice at this point he still has that camera and running with that. I'm like, why does he still have this camera? Does he really? Yeah. Mm. So then, um, um, what, he uses a ball to open the door to get onto a train. train that stopped. Right, right. It's like a monorail, right? Right. And then... I don't know why I said that with such excitement, but yeah, I was also very pleased to see that it was a monorail. And then he uses it again to get it started. But I'm like, where does this monorail even go? Because it doesn't go... They don't go very far. Is it, you know, no. it's like the monorail at, like, Disney where it just goes in a big circle. Right. In fact, <laughs> that's the only monorail I'm aware of. Yeah. So. I was fast. I was fascinated. Most it. monorails are just used to get around local spots, like short, not like short term. Yeah, yeah, they're not like it's not like a bullet train, or to, it's like to on a, or it's or you know at an airport or something. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so off they go. Yeah, so they go down a couple blocks, I guess, and then the feds hop in their van to chase after them. Not not hard to follow the train. It's on a rail running through the city. Um. And they get away. I don't know, right? Well, Liz gives them some money first to get away. Remember? Oh, she's like, "Here, yeah." I saw she shoved something in in his pocket. I didn't know what it was. Sure, I could have rewound thirty seconds and just looked, but I didn't. I was just curious. Yeah, he just Mike just wanted to get through it. (laughs) And then the feds catch up to Liz, and you know. He's like, oh, you double-crossed me. He's like, I'm never going to let you forget it or whatever. He's like, I won't forget this. I'm like, who cares? And then they play the tape. Like, yeah. At this point. The tape was going to be like the bad guy was going right. to like, in your face, bitch, I got this tape. And it's but, just Paul singing the doo-wop song. <laughs> yeah, so that was, pretty, that was pretty cool. She did say, uh, just being from Chicago, I want to mention, she said that she was listed – 
in Chicago if they needed her for anything. Oh, okay. Um, where was this? Where did this take place? Seattle. Seattle. So why was she in Seattle? Well, because he was go. He was out there for a volcano thing. You know, this wasn't. When was Mount St. Helens eruption? This probably wasn't late long after that. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. So I that's probably know. why they were in the volcano stuff. Sure. Um, All right. Let's see, Helen. So did they start in Chicago? No, they were never in Chicago. I, I, oh yeah, I don't know if they were in Chicago originally. Yeah, Mount St. Helens was 80, uh, 80. Yeah. All right. Not trying to complicate the storyline here. Just wondering. Okay. Yeah. So I, yeah. So yeah. So her little play on words is that to the Fed is that he missed the train. So that was funny. Yeah. Funny. So funny. then they, they we see them walking down the street, um. Like down the highway, trying to hitchhike, and I thought in the movie they tried hitchhiking too, so he knew what hitchhiking was, but he seemed uncertain about it. Yeah. And then some jerks that. like drive by and a firebird and splash him, and then stop. So like, oh, we're gonna get a ride, and then it's a bunch of teenagers, and they just fucking take off again. Yeah. And then I think he says something about them. teenagers. Doesn't Paul say something? Teenage boys. I don't know. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. That was it. Episode one, season one. Yes. Because they packed a lot into that. Yeah, it was, you know, okay. It was fine. It was okay. Yeah. And, yeah. It was never going to be anything very exciting, the show. Let's put it that no. way. No, it wasn't. It's gonna be it was very just going to be about this down. journey. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, another story about, you know, Two guys on the trail looking for a lost relative, really. Yeah. I will kung, say... Kung Fu. I think it's... Kung Fu flavor to it. There. I think it's the last episode. Oh, no. I mean, not the last one. The second You watched the entire season? Yes, entire I did. Season. They finally catch up with Jenny. <laughs> um... And she wants nothing to do with them. Well, no, I don't know. But she's played by Aaron Gray. So she was going to be the new Jenny. But then the show got canceled. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah, So I don't know if I'm going to watch another one of these, to be honest with you. It it was kind of (laughs) boring. I don't know. It it was. It was kind of boring. I mean, it was just – I mean, it was interesting enough to to watch – the pilot, but I don't think I'd watch it, and I wouldn't continue watching it. I'd be like, okay, I get the premise of this show. There's yeah, nothing no. too intriguing that I that I need to follow from this point. You know? No, no, exactly. I mean, it was fine, yeah. you know, whatever. I could see why they did it to try to take, you know, the, I don't didn't think the movie was super popular, but you know, sometimes they just run out of ideas and they're like, let's just make a movie about this. Or a TV show yeah. about this movie. I find it weird. Like they start, they like they remake films that I didn't think were that good to begin with. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, not that Starman wasn't a great movie, but like if they remade Starman, I'd be like, "Why are you remaking Starman?" Yeah, I don't know. Um, I can't think that there's a reason I said that because I just recently saw something that uh, white men can jump. That's what it was. Yeah. 
And I was thinking, actually, at first I was thinking, that's not that old. Why would you remake that? Yeah, it's Maybe older it's... than you want to think it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you but then I was admit. thinking, why would you? But why yeah, would you remake that. I'm not sure it really needed a re- needed a remake. Yeah, that's funny though that you pegged it right there. No, I knew exactly what movie you were talking about because I had the yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah. So Starman only made twenty eight million dollars on a budget of oh, twenty four. Wow. So it's not like people like really ran out to see this. I'm not sure why they made a series out of it. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. Anyway, yeah. But there you have it. Yeah, so, that's that's Starman for you. And if you like the movie, I'd watch the pilot just to see like Hey, what was the next step? Right, you exactly. Know, what happened? And uh, it, this was on Crackle, by the way, if anyone's looking for it. It is free on Crackle. Free on Crackle. Um, Which I always forget yeah. about Crackle being a thing. Yeah, me too. And to be honest, the commercials aren't bad on, on Crackle, at least for this episode. They, there weren't uh, that many. There, yeah. No, there was – There's like I want to say I should pay closer attention and really report out on this, but – I want to say there were like three commercial breaks. One of them had like five really okay. short commercials, and one of them had one. I was like, "That's cool." Score with the one commercial. But yeah, uh, I think Hulu has more. I mean, I get the same fucking commercials all the time watching stuff on Hulu. Oh yeah, yeah, that drives me nuts. Like, yeah, same commercial like beaten over the head. Right. That's that kills me. Yeah. I'll I'll take a commercial. I get it. Like you need sponsors, right. you know, keep it cheaper for me, whatever. I'll go through it, but yeah, change it up a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, that's it. That's all I got, Mike. You got anything? Anything to uh, no wrap up this stellar? Yeah. Show no. I apologize for not being a hundred percent during this, but yeah, it was fine. I mean. It only like lasted a season. All, so. Yeah, right. It only lasted a season. But I think it, it made it yeah. 22 episodes, though, so it was like a full season. It wasn't just like... Yeah, it was like 12 episodes. It wasn't like, like crap. three episodes and then they just <laughs> shut the thing down. They axed it. No. Yeah. It, made, it survived, yeah. just it seems like it just wasn't picked up again, but... All right, then. There you have it. No plans yet for our next exciting episode. Um, no, not yet. We'll be... I'll talk to you about something we'll be... that someone recommended, but we'll see. Okay. All right. All right. Recommendations are always welcome. Yeah. Anything else, Mike? Nope. That will do it. All right. Then for this episode, I used to watch this. I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. Talk to you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.